you're therefore setting your participants up for frustration, overwhelm, and disappointment. And that is the opposite of what you're actually trying to get them to do. Welcome to the Book Desserts podcast series. I'm your host, Carrie Dobson. I'm so excited to have you here as we explore the sweet side of author-led groups. This podcast is for you if you're already an author or you have a book in the making. And when you think about the impact that you want to have, yes, you have your book and you want to go beyond your book and you want some of that work that you're going to do out in the world to include groups. I hope you're ready for this tasty exploration of author-led groups. Let's jump into this next episode. There's a common belief that when you put together an author-led group, you want to cover one topic per week. And however many topics or ideas you have is however many weeks long your program should be. And I want to talk to you about why that might not be the best approach. And I'm going to do that through a program idea episode. And these program idea episodes are where I take books that are currently in the market and I say, okay, if I was working with this author, what would I be talking to them about when it comes to their own author-led groups? The book I will highlight today and I will use as a way to kind of talk through some of the program ideas is A Healthy State of Panic, Follow Your Fears to Build Wealth, Crush Your Career, and Win at Life. It's written by Farnoosh Tarabi, uh, and it's published by Atria Books in October 2023, so relatively new book. This book follows a really common format where you've got a book that shares X number of ideas with the reader and anecdotes and evidence about the idea are included, actions are included, um, and each of the ideas may build on each other or they might be separate, but they're all kind of centraled around one kind of common theme. And this is a common way for nonfiction writers to present their idea in a book. And it makes sense, right? It's a very linear approach to it. So I thought it would be great to use this book because many of you might be writing or have written a book similar to that because it's such a common approach. And I want to talk about why that approach doesn't necessarily leave you saying, okay, X number of books, X number of weeks. That's my group program. So First, a little bit of an overview of this amazing book. I definitely encourage you to check it out. Um, what I love about this book is it's really a guide to leaning into your fears um, to help you maximize success, but it's not like this just push through fear kind of book, right? Um, Farnoosh really takes a look at the different and kind of most common fears, especially associated with wealth and careers, um, and really looks at why might this fear come up? What is behind it? What's going on? But then also talks a little bit about why that fear might be helpful <laughs> and why um, it might not be something that you just want to push push through, but instead, you know, offers anecdotes and evidence, both from her own experience, but that of her colleagues and people she's worked with and people she's had on her podcast to talk about kind of how that fear can impact your life, when you want to be listening to it, and then also give some self-inquiry questions at the end to help the reader really identify what is my relationship to this fear? Is it impacting my life in a way that I want to do something about it? Or is it impacting it in a way that I want to keep allowing it to do that? And so it allows the readers to become really conscious of the fear that's impacting them or influencing them in their life. So um, Farnoosh shares nine fears that she came across in all of her research and her experience with clients. Um, you know, I love that 
each of the fears kind of is is left as its own separate thing, although she does connect some of them. Um, so it does really allow you to kind of take an assessment for yourself to kind of say, which of these fears are influencing the most, me the most, or do I have the most interest in? And so if you if you do, you can't, you could kind of look at the fear separately, or you can read the book as I did in its entirety. Um, and then sometimes you'll be surprised by how the fear is influencing you in ways that you might not have known. So I think this is such a great contender of a book, as I said before, around creating a group program, because it is laid out in such a common format. It's one that readers are used to. It's one that um, writers are very familiar with as well. Um, but I also think it's a great book because the topic is so relevant. And when it comes to should you or should you not have a group program for your book, that's one of the things you want to look at is this, is this a topic that there's a lot of interest in? It's really relevant. It's very timely. And, you know, when is fear not <laughs> a timely thing? But it definitely is right now. And she's also got a very different perspective on it, in, in the, again, in the sense that she's not just telling you to just push through that fear. She's really looking at the fear. Um, I also think it's a great contender for a group because she includes information about each of the fears, but then dives deeper into the ideas and questions for what you can do if, if you are experiencing this fear and how to really take stock of how is it impacting you. So if I were working uh, with Farnoosh on this, the first place we'd start, which is where I start with all the authors, is around the program promise. So what is it that if we were going to put a group program around this book, what is it that we would promise the participants would be able to experience or accomplish, you know, through the program and by the end of the program? So a program promise for something like this might look like their ability to, they'll, at the end of the program, they'll be able to identify the key fears that are influencing their life and then develop and implement a plan for how to work through and or embrace the fear. Um, and that's in order to build wealth, crush your career and win at life. So yeah, I did include the subtitle in that uh, program promise because that's what's relevant, right? She's looking at fear through the lens of how it impacts your wealth, your career, and your life. So that's what I would be looking at is having people who are in the program be able to identify their key fears and then having them be able to develop and implement a plan for what they want to do around each of those fears that are um, relevant to them. So again, I said this earlier, but I think a really common approach if we were to look at this and, and an author was to do this would be like, oh, I have nine fears. Let's do a fear a week. We make it nine week program. Maybe we add a 10th so that, you know, we can introduce it or we can celebrate at the end. Um, but that's not what I would actually su suggest if I was with, working with Farnoosh. And that's because that type of format really leaves almost no time for participants to implement and integrate the ideas from the program into their life, into their career or into whatever area you have spe specialty in or that you're talking about. So what I mean by this is, you know, one of the common reasons why you're going to say, hey, I have a book, but I want a group program is because you recognize that for a lot of readers, 
just reading a book isn't going to encourage them or support them in taking your ideas into their life, into their career. Uh, so many of us read things and we're excited about it, but it's that bringing it into our real life that we're, where the real struggle happens because that's where change happens and that's where we run into our own fears, <laughs> where we run into our own obstacles. And so, you know, in reality, you can't make much progress on lots of ideas in nine weeks. Um, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it, it's really difficult. And you're therefore setting your participants up for frustration, overwhelm, and disappointment. And that is the opposite of what you're actually trying to get them to do. So instead, if I were working with Farnoosh on this, I would say, okay, if you only want like a 10-week program, if that's kind of the limitation of the amount of time you want to spend with people in a group program, then limit those fears that you cover to kind of the most frequent two to three. Because um, then you're going to cover the fears really early on in the program. And then the rest of the program is going to be all about that implementation and integration. Um, or alternatively, if she wasn't stuck on kind of that 10-week program, then I'd say let's go for a much longer program where each of the fears are covered, but the implementation and integration time are much longer. And here I'd be saying think months, not days or weeks. The reality is, is if you're going to follow your fear and make changes in your life, you need time to try it, to mess it up a little, get more help, try it again. And the cycle continues and hopefully somewhere along the way, you're also supporting, you're celebrating and you are making traction and you are making changes. Um, and part of what would influence kind of the decision about, do we go with a shorter program um, that only focuses on the two to three fears or do we go with the longer one and cover all of those would be what role is this group program that we're working on um, creating play in the business as a whole. So in the whole business around the work that the author do does, right? So is this the main offering that you're going to do? Is it look, are you kind of more in that need of, listen, I want something that's really easy for people to say yes to and for them to try out so they get to experience me and what I do. So it's kind of more like a sampler or a teaser of the work they can do with you depending on what your answer is to that will also depend what I would suggest. So if you're looking more for that teaser or sampler, then you probably are going to go more that kind of six to eight weeks. And maybe in this case, you're doing one or two of the top fears. But the main purpose is to get people comfortable working with you, seeing how you work, bringing a group together, and then you'd be offering them something afterwards that whether that's group or one-on-one -on -one or some other kind of consulting that you do, that really allows them to kind of go deeper into all the rest of the ideas that are in your book, or if this is going to be kind of the major product offering or one of the major product offerings you have, then you might say, okay, that takes longer. And it's more important that they get to experience all the fears in this case, or all your ideas, um, but we'll give them time for that implementation and that integration. The action I want you to take now is go through your book and identify what are the activities or concepts that you would want in your group program that you know really do require some type of implementation or integration time for your participants. So go through that. And then for each of those, guess at how much time would they need 
for each. I want you to think of them separately, not because you would necessarily approach the group program in that way, where it's like each one is being worked on separately. Maybe you would, but it might be that you're kind of doing them concurrently, but you want to think about each separately because you want to make sure that you have enough time. Well, authors, that concludes this episode of the Book Desserts podcast series. If you're ready to start exploring how to go beyond your book with group programs, I encourage you to visit our website at jjdak.com. That's jjdak.com. On there, you can download our Design Your Groups with Ease workbook, which has some great checklists and questions you can ask yourself when you're thinking about designing your own group. If you're more interested in having a conversation with me, your host, Carrie Dobson, you can go ahead and book a complimentary group program clarity session right there on the website. I'd love to have a conversation with you about your book and about your group that you'd like to put out into the world. Until next time, may your dreams be filled with your own book desserts. Mm -hmm.